0: Hello, this is Darren Pulsifer, Chief Solution Architect of Public Sector at Intel, and welcome to Embracing Digital Transformation, where we investigate effective change, leveraging people, process, and technology. On today's episode, we're going to talk about communication during transformation with special guest Anne Medea. When the solutions are deployed and they involve organizational change and process change, what are some of the tips and tricks that you have uh, for CIOs that know, because I think we all know anytime I deploy a new solution, there is gonna be new process around it. There is gonna be some organizational change more than likely. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: what what tips do you have for CIOs that are going through that?
1: Well, if I look at cloud, right? So we have lots of data centers and there's lots of companies and lots of organizations reevaluating those data center strategies. Um, we, once we put in this tr- new transformation program, the latest one, we knew we had to, we we knew we had to move forward with cloud, right? So there had been a decision at the global level um, by my global CIO that we would have a multi-cloud strategy. So we had Google, AWS and and Azure for different use cases. And I had a lot of business partners that were saying, we need it, we need it, we need it. I mean, those are the guys that are really li- pushing forward and that's you know that's really what you want the real support so we we had to hire a head of cloud you know there's a there there's definitely a sense of especially people that have been doing this for a long time infrastructure a lot of change that's going to happen and a lot of risk and a lot of concern when you start looking at cloud right but we we ended up implementing it out of the United States for the Americas. And then at first, you know, it's like, oh, cloud, you know how, oh, gosh, I guess I have to get training. We started with a program and we really encouraged, strongly encourage people to start getting those certifications for cloud, for Google, AWS. I took my team, we would have meetings at Google in New York, at one of the sites in New York. And I bring them in and they go, wow, look at this. I mean, if you've ever been to a site, you know, a Google site, um, it oh, yeah. is really something, right? So I'd say, you know, can we bring our team in there for a meeting? And you'd walk around and you'd see the energy and you'd see what was happening and the collaboration and how people were working together. That's what we needed. You know, I, I had a team that was slowly starting to say we need to get certified and i still have people you know i just got certified in google i just got certified in azure you know and to see the excitement and the transformation from saying we need to move this organization in a different direction we need to start leveraging cloud and to start seeing people get excited we gave them date you know i'm sure a lot of people are doing this fridays are training day take or half a day, take that Friday afternoon, take that Monday morning. Right. And, and a lot of people were doing it on the weekends because you had people that were so excited about this transformation that they were just ready to go. And, you, you know, they'd spend, I had one who was doing all his training on Saturday mornings.
0: So and I think this is, you, you hit something really cool here, taking them into Google, yeah. showing them the excitement of the future. Cause a lot of, a lot of people are concerned about their jobs. They're they're, they're concerned that to feed their family, they're concerned, you know, where's that paycheck coming from and everything's moving to the cloud. I'm not going to have a job. And what you did was brilliant. You said, we're going to take you into Google so you can see what your job's going to turn into.
1: Have That's exactly
0: right. And, yeah. I mean, that is wonderful. And then <laughs> I'm guessing you guys paid for the certification and the training.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You paid for it. You gave them time to do it um this is this is really engaging your people and excited getting them excited about it and i think that's i mean that's an incredible way to go about doing this
1: and we had google days where you know my head of cloud where he would he would just say we're gonna have google days and we would have people come in and present and they present their use cases. And they'd say, here's some of the products and here's how we're leveraging it. So we got them, re- and I, I keep focusing on Google but we did the same with, they, with um, Amazon and a little bit with Azure which was, was you know, the use cases were a little bit less but, um, and it was really getting, you know the cloud days I thought were ingenious, you know by, by my head of cloud and just really getting people and they, they come out of the meetings and go wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know we could use it for this. I just understood this product.
0: So you built up all this excitement around it and then you enabled them to participate, which
1: awesome.
0: wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, it
1: was really exciting. And, you know, and we move forward. And like I said, people are still, they're still getting certified. They're still really, I mean, that's the future, right? That is the future. And And then you've got your business partners who are saying, goodness, you know, I just need, I need this tool. I need to get on cloud. I need to do the analytics. You know, you've got a, how do you acquire new customers? How do you retain your existing customers? All those different business issues, you know, are, there's a lot of really great tools out there that they can start leveraging. And so they were really pushing us to.
0: All right, so let's say that you are a CIO, you're in the middle of this transformation. What what would you say people a CIO needs to focus on first? Assessment first. I'm,
1: first, they have to communicate. Well, interesting that that's, that's or a great
0: a assessment or strategy or communication. I mean, which comes first?
1: Yeah, uh, trust but verify.
0: Ooh, yeah,
1: yeah. So trust but verify means you may be for whatever reason you're getting updates. So when I took over the CIO role, I was from the former leader. I was told really focus on, you know, reestablishing the relationships with the regulators, the board, um, reviewing the team, you know, different things like that. So really felt budgets, really focusing on that. And three months into it, three, four months into my CI, I thought, oh, you know what, this is a major program. I need to do a more of a deep dive. And so my boss came in, my, the global CIO, he came in and we, we did a review of the program and realized uh, we didn't have a plan that showed how this program was going to deliver. And so that was sort of the start of reevaluating the leadership team and really how are we going to get this program moving forward again and how are we going to deliver? So I think you really have to go in and understand, like I said, trust, but verify. You have to get your hands dirty. For anything like that, you have to get your hands dirty. You have to review everything. You have to interview the team. One stream of information from one or two people is not enough on something that big or something that is transfer- that is that transformational. So you have to get your hands dirty, you have to understand. And then you have to start communicating and you have to be able to say, you have to be transparent. So. It's nice when you're new and you can come in and say, well, I've just done a review and you know, you're really in trouble, or here's where we need to put our focus. But you have to be transparent about the issues you're seeing so that you can get the support that you need from the people who are going to be able to provide it. That's the I, first thing.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like when you said you can't get all your information from one stream of data. Um, and I, I think it's interesting because I remember when I was a CIO, the filtering that was going on, uh, to get things up to me and I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting the right information.
1: It's such an issue. You have to talk to the programmers. Yeah. That's what I people. ended
0: up having to do. Yeah. That's
1: exactly right. Those are the people that are getting, but they have to trust that you're not going to use it again. They have to trust you that you're gonna take that information and not use it against them. Because honestly, if they don't trust you, you're not gonna get any information. And thus the reason I was sitting around the floor and gaining gaining the trust of the whole team, you know? But you have to be transparent. And, you know, one thing that my team knows is you never surprise me and I never surprise my bosses, right? So you'll say, we have an issue in the data center or something is happening. Here's what I know, but most of it I don't know, but I will keep you updated. your team wants to know is how they fit into the success of that program. They don't just want to know I have to code these five programs. They want to know where they fit in and how they're contributing to the success. And And that that's always difficult, right, is understanding is make is the fact that you have to know that, and that you know, as any leader, it, whether it's a transformation program or whether it's anything, organizational transformation, anything, the team needs to know where they fit. And so what we did is we put together a whole communication plan. So we did town halls constantly. Um, I walked around the floors. We did. I I did a thirty-minute update meeting every single week. It was informal. People were able to ask questions. Letters. um we would anytime there was a big meeting and there were decisions made I pulled the whole team together and I mean the whole team together the business side the technology side and said here's what came out of this meeting and here's how it's going to impact well because
0: they know the meeting happened
1: they do and they want to know they're like
0: and and if you don't tell them they're going to make stuff up
1: that's I love that that's exactly right and yeah, they,
0: just like my kids they make up stuff all the time <laughs> if you don't tell them the truth about things they just make stuff up
1: that's exactly and the the oh my gosh the rumor mill you know, I'd walk around and go, what are the rumors? Like, you know, I people I trust, like, what are the, what are you hearing on the floor? And so then you'd say, oh my gosh, where are they getting this from? You know, so if you have that communication and a lot of times they would see us because we had open, you know, we had doors that everything was see-through. So they could see that we were meeting. And so it was so important to say the meeting went really, really well, or it didn't quite, it wasn't quite where we needed to do, but this is what I need in order to get back to them. So it was always that.
0: So how do you do that in today? I mean, we got remote workers now. I mean, it's a it's very different than walking around the shop floor. It's very different than, you know, cube hopping. Um, So how do how do you handle that today?
1: You find 10 or 15 minutes to check in with people. You just do. Yes. I, I never had hierarchy in my organization. Anybody could come in and talk to me. Anyone could come in and speak with me. If somebody requests 10 or 15 minutes, they got it. 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 it might be a couple yeah. days later. But if you continuously check in, not necessarily even as a group, but as a one-off, right? And say, they come to you or, you know, I'd say, you know, um, Susie or whatever, I need to talk to you for 10 or 15 minutes. I just want to hear, you know, what are your thoughts? How is this going? It's so important.
0: And since it's frequent enough, I mean mm-hmm. they know you. It's not like because I've had this happen before. They call them skip level interviews, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. My uh and my boss would say, okay, now this is not my current boss. So Rick, you're hearing this is not you. Previous bosses somewhere. Yeah. They they'd say, I need to prep you for your skip level with my boss. I'm like, huh.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. You can say this, but not this. I'm like. Okay, that's not the purpose of a skip level. <laughs> oh,
1: no, it's not no skip levels are you're really able to have an open dialogue. Open
0: di- but but you could do that easily because you were always available. That's true. Right. So people weren't, oh no, the big boss is gonna talk to me. It's hey, I'm gonna talk to Anne today. No big deal, yeah. di- you know. I talked to Ann
1: culture today. leaders need to create. They have wow. to understand what's going on in the organization. They have to understand what's motivating their team. What are they concerned about? You said it earlier, people have families to feed. They have children in college. They have um, families with medical issues. I mean, they need to understand where they fit in the organization. So you do, you know, the leader at the top and and one's immediate boss has a real impact on that employee. Somebody, you know, it, it, it's such a common thing where people will, leave an organization, not because of the organization, but because of their direct boss.
0: I, oh, a, absolutely. That. Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, what I, there, there was some survey I read, I think Harvard Business Review that talked about that. People yeah. don't leave companies, they leave managers.
1: That's exactly right. Spot on. So you have to be, it's trained now, of course, there's a lot of things that are going to happen. You're not in any organization where you're not going to be able to necessarily be able to discuss
0: everything things that are
1: happening right everything like organizational transformation or reductions unfortunately reductions in staff or promotions or whatever but and and i think it's important also we used to have a quarterly we just called it the people meeting and we would come in and we would say who's ready for a promotion you know who has approached you about a promotion they're they're you know they're putting their hand in the air saying i want to do something different and so I think having just people conversations for a couple of hours once a quarter to understand your staff, what they're looking to do, I think that's really important as well.
0: And these would be like open meetings or people with, in my direct. with your yeah. directs.
1: And sometimes the one downs. So I, I oh, try yeah. yeah, I try not to leave it always as my leaders because you know it's always that filter we talked about that earlier, the filtered. You want to hear from the one-downs as well. So we even include them in and just have a real open conversation because they're more on the you know they're more in the day to day and they yeah. probably know more that's going on. Yeah.
0: Great insight and um wow I I learned a lot. Now I'm I'm going back and thinking man I could have done that better when I was <laughs> we all could a, a it. <laughs> director or when I was CIO man I thought oh yeah man <laughs> no wonder that person quit. Yeah I, I get it now. Um Wonderful. Thanks, Anne, for for coming on the show today. We most definitely want uh, you to come back. Um, uh, It's been very insightful uh, from um, the projects that you've worked on. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Darren. I really appreciate you inviting me to this. I really enjoyed it.